When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, the big CY, Clinton Yates is in the house. What up? Oh, hey, CY, what's going on, man? How we doing? Me and Cappy are looking at each other in the eyeballs. We are both here. This is an excellent Monday. Oh, you're both in studio today? Correct. Very rare. Oh, nice. That is nice. Since Ah, we're uh, kind of like since we're not at training camp, (laughs) we decided we'd come into the studio. So I'm looking at the lady who grabbed your ass at the Mammoth Blues Festival or whatever the hell it was. Sure. I, I think you're... Your real girlfriend is better looking than the lady who grabbed your ass. You can't even see this woman's face, though. Yeah. yeah. How do you know? I, I can tell. You can't. <laughs> I, see, I see a picture of Rachel, and I just can't imagine that that woman is more attractive than your girlfriend. What wow. was actually happening here, Cappy? Like, I mean, I get the joke, but, like, this woman's hand is definitely, definitely in the loins region. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, Oh, yeah. That, she's, she's down in it. I mean, I, I, I realize Rachel took the picture, but, I mean, was this... Is this an excused absence, or what, it, no, what, it's, what happened here? It's a very excused absence. <laughs> um, what happened is, after she grabbed and she went in for a little touch, I asked her, <laughs> I, I said, how's my phone feel? Because <laughs> my, my right. freaking cell phone okay. was in my left back pocket. Nice. This woman could have been touching me in a way that I would have enjoyed very much, but instead, she was freaking touching my phone. Right. that's where it was, in the wrong place. Okay, all right. I don't know that I'm just assuming this woman is – how, how do you know this, Mason? What are you going on here? Is it a sense of style thing? Because this shirt is also very, like, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's kind of stylish. She's yeah. got a bunch of bracelets on. I see women doing that. She's got blonde hair, probably extensions, uh, tight <laughs> jeans. Yeah, I, 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 I think she looks great. Wow. You're just a hater. No, what, what was hate? I was loving that. I was loving her up. Yeah, why, why do you mention probably extensions? Because I know what extensions look like. Yeah. I, I I think she's a uh, cap. I I want to know more about this woman who grabbed your <laughs> yes. ass. Yeah, I know. Me too. Mace, I got to know I gotta, more about her too. I got a question for you. We obviously yes. saw earlier today we had the passing of Olivia Newton-John. And yes, yes. I'm just wondering for you because I was talking about this with Cappy before the show. Sort of out of my demo for a lot of different reasons. However, sure. I'm well familiar with her work just in terms of having observed and living in this on this globe where how hard did this hit somebody like you like where does this fall for you in terms of important people in your life Herb? it's funny you know i was never a grease fan i was okay. never a fan of the movie grease a lot of people of my generation like ireland did you like grease lisa ireland's favorite favorite movie. show so Freaking i, I, I never grease. got into grease but i'll say this about olivia newton john you know i i walk to the west garage every day and one of the record they have those big records mounted in the ground like record of the year song of the year yeah. for each year i and i walk by olivia newton john's all the time she won best uh record for honestly love you in like 1975 or 76 something like that um i i have fond memories of her she's a beautiful woman just a beautiful yeah woman. there is not a ute in uh in <laughs> California, who did not have a crush on Olivia Newton-John when Greece and, and physical, the way that record broke out in right in the midst of uh, of the aerobics craze. I mean, I, she was she was a gigantic deal. Nice. So it didn't well, hit me that hard. Uh, how old was she? Seventy three. Seventy three right. today. Eh, that's probably too young, right? Way oh, yeah. too young. Yeah, that's way too young. young. Seriously. Yeah. Because no, like that's an, that's my mother, early. my mother's about to turn seventy three. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, you that's know, tough. and it's like whoa, seventy three, because. At 73, you could just be walking around, then all of a sudden just die. Oh, bro. I mean, we've talked about this. Oh, that's true. You dropped that on, on, the, on a dime. Yeah, right. we've talked about this a couple times. If I knew I could get a clean, like, 77, but it had to happen at whatever, you know, that last year, I'd take that 77? Over. 77 years. No, I don't, I don't no, really need more years no, than that. No, no, I, need, I think I, I'm good. I Se- need a few more. 77 is your number? What's your number, Mace? Uh, 85. 85. Okay. John Ireland? 90. Wow. Right on the number. Ooh, 90. Right on the number. Yeah. Both can't imagine moving around. Three of at- my four grandparents made it to 90. That would be like you You and I would be doing the show for another 25 years. No way. Huh? <laughs> I thought maybe since we're both going to be alive, we might as well no. just keep doing it. No. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever getting uh, level eight, personally. That's just, 77, that's, though. I mean, I, I, I'm good with that. Past 75. 
I've seen as nothing as much as I need to see. Like, unless right, so we some... had this. Go ahead. Clinton, we had this question come up on Game of Games last week. Okay. A fortune teller who is never wrong makes you aware that you are going to have something happen next week that changes your life forever. <laughs> all right? That's all love, you know. I love the word life. Yeah. It's a big deal that changes your life forever. Would you want to know what it is? Yes, absolutely. I'm that kind of a person. If I'm watching a Cap? movie and it's not moving fast enough, I will go to the wiki, read it, see what happens, and then kind of not Damn. pay attention. I'm no. that kind of a person. No. Cap, how about you? I want the it's complete cold. opposite. I want to be totally surprised. I have a few things on my mind that it could be right away, and then who knows what will really happen. When all four of my children were born, I never knew the sex of any of the kids beforehand. Really? Not, not the one last time. natural oh, surprise you did that? Not one time. That's cool. Four of them, not one time. You didn't do time. one of those things where you shoot confetti out of a cannon and let everybody know what kind of baby you're going to have? <laughs> I know everybody Which today. always seems to go wrong, oh, yeah. by the way. Every, one everybody of them loves the reveal nowadays. You know, I just saw yeah. a buddy of mine who's 55 years old who has like three children, all like 20, 18, 16, but he's now getting remarried to a much younger woman. And so they had the reveal on Instagram. Oh. And I was like, bro. <laughs> Too old for this. Like, you're 55. <laughs> okay, I get it that she's 30. I got it, dude. Congrats. All right, mazel tov to you, my brother. But really, a reveal on Instagram? What did they do? Was it like a baseball bat? Did somebody saw open a tree or something? Another crazy accident that probably was going to put somebody in the hospital? What they do? They did some kind of a thing in their backyard, and they had what looked like a firecracker shooter thingy. Oh, God. This is never <laughs> yeah. good. Exactly. Exactly. It yeah. explodes they, in someone's face. <laughs> right. It takes an eye out. Pink smoke and, oh, everywhere. Yeah. People are sneezing hysterically. So, speaking of your, yeah. of your friend, did you guys see where Dane Cook, who's 50, is marrying a woman who's 23. You yeah, guys see that story? I did. Are you, I did. That's are, not you, good. are you jealous and you go, wow, good for him? Or are you like, that's a little creepy? It's very creepy because it also gets into the when did you know this person and how did you right. meet them territory. <laughs> it's like is, the Celine Dion and her husband thing. Yeah, and it's just the like. The same thing. He's posted pictures of game nights he would have with his friends. And it's just like, it gets very close to something that I don't like thinking about. You know what I mean? Like, this yeah, is not yeah. a good look for Dane Cook. If I run opinion. into Dane Cook. And his new wife. I am 100% the guy who says, hey, is this your daughter? Yeah. Hey, nice to meet you. Right. Where do you go to college? Yeah, nice. Exactly. Like, that nice. would be me. I yeah. would do that. She looks that young. I yeah. mean, it's, 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 it's a weird deal. So, no, there's no part of me that's jealous outside of maybe my bank account size. The, of you Dane know, the Cook. other thing, the other thing, Clinton, is, I, and I, I've been in, so I'll, I'll tell the story. So uh -huh. I've been in this situation uh, probably long before Juan. Uh, I was dating this younger guy. Uh, and how much younger I was, uh, he was probably 20 years younger than me. Wow. So okay. legit. Um, so was, you were like 40, was 40 and he was, he was 20. 20. Yeah. Okay. Something like Oof. that. So <laughs> go, I'm straight. I'm you, saying, I'm <laughs> saying, go, go on, go right, on. Go Let's get to the end. Okay. So here's, here's the rest of the story. So, you know, we go to bed and I'm reading, I'm reading a book on presidential history. He's, he's playing like a Game Boy or something. Like, we, we have absolutely nothing to comment. We have nothing to talk about. I'm reading presidential history. You're playing Game Boy. Why are we even in the same ballpark? You know what I would have well, told you? Had, there's you, only had one you reason. told me this story back then? What? Talking's overrated. <laughs> yeah. There's only one reason yeah. you would be together with that dude. Wow. How did you meet that yeah. person? Uh, I think uh, crawling around the back of a bar, something like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's yeah. always it's all, that's always a fail safe if you're crawling around the back yeah. of a bar. So, so that's that the way Bergman back... does it now. Bergman, are you crawling? Be, uh, that's all I do. I'm constantly up no, every Bergman is, bars. Bergman is in search of an heiress. Yes. We have a very specific model we're looking for for Greg. Well, wait, Million didn't, dollar didn't... net worth or less or more. I mean, uh, <laughs> more. Okay. Yeah. More. Didn't Kim yeah. Kardashian and more. Pete Davidson didn't they just break up? Yeah. Yeah. So Bergie, yeah. maybe you're maybe it's time for for Kim to settle down with the regular kind of yeah. guy. She's worth. She's hotter than hot, and she's got two hundred million. Let Greg. me tell you something. The other thing, and we talk about how hot she is and how much she sells and all that stuff. I watched her on with David Letterman this actually this weekend. Yeah, I thought she uh, came off really good. She came off great. She yeah. is really smart. She's uh, passionate about criminal justice issues. She clearly loves her family and loves the fact that they get to be together and to do this show. Like I came away with a real appreciation for her. I've said Did this you tons her? of times. Kim Kardashian. 
is does something better than a lot of people do, which is the hardest thing to do in America, which is get people to like you. It's very simple. That's not an easy skill. And the Kardashians is an American television family, as iconic as any other, as far as I'm concerned. And Kim Kardashian leads that way. People talk about this and talk about that. It is not easy to get that many people to like you in this country, period. Never mind monetize it. Kim Kardashian is a genius. Hear this, Bergie? Now, she sounds like a very regular, nice person. Even though your perception Sounds. is is that she likes to go out with the ball players and the rappers and whatever, it's time for her to get together with a really nice <laughs> guy. She went out nice with Pete guy. Davidson. And she could go out with anybody. Right. So, so is this like, Cappy, is this like you with Jennifer Aniston? I got a shot? Oh, dude, I've got a huge shot with Jennifer Aniston. You don't understand. I, I, I actually, no agree, I actually agree with this. No, I do, dude. Mace, I'm telling and I you. And think, I think Rachel should be offended by this? No, she shouldn't be. And if anything, Rachel would help me. I was going to say. With Jennifer Aniston. Take a picture. <laughs> Just look at the pictures, Mace. Lisa once said to me, if you can close the deal with Kate Beckinsale, you go for it, honey. <laughs> Did she really? Uh, I love I, that. I, I took it as a little condescending. That actually. is very condescending, I actually, it's funny. Yeah. I actually was denied. I asked for a uh, get-out-of-jail-free card for Keanu Reeves, and I was denied. Yeah, wow. I, was given, I was given one, and then she laughed. I feel <laughs> like the time, the time you got to flip the hall pass is when, like, the in-game situation. You don't need preset that up. That's uh -huh. a scenario where you're like, if you happen to be in Monmouth and Jennifer comes rolling by the tent you're at, that's when you make the ask. You yeah. say, hey, by the way, this is right in front of me, this situation right now. Harder to say no to that. Yeah, listen, I, I really do believe that when the time comes where Jennifer Aniston and I do meet, there's delusional. a real relationship possibility. Just the thing, delusional. No, no, but hold on. Here's no, the thing. Cap, but Mace, I've been supportive of this plan thank you. from the beginning. Thank you. But Mace, one thing. You ready? If it doesn't happen yeah. in the next, call it, I'm going to say, if it doesn't happen in the next five to seven years. Okay, five it, to seven it years. It has to happen while Jennifer Aniston and I are still, like, hot. Right. Or not at least bags of okay. meat. She's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, no, like, did you say? Because me, just I'm not hot now or then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would abandon this part of the plan, Cap. You know, I'm supportive. The five to seven this, years Yeah, plan. this part we must still be hot yeah. kind of ruins it. Yeah, oh, really? you gotta, you, so if we're yeah, both like 80, you know, and it's like I'm, I'm calling my kids. You're never going to believe it. I'm now dating Jennifer Aniston. All these years later, I become an so old your Jewish voice man. Just right. transforms. I, be, I become like an old Jewish man. Once you get guy. to level eight, right. what right. happened to you? What can I tell you? What? What? I'm dating Jennifer Aniston now. What? Uh, I love it. You became it. it. You became the old guy Eddie Murphy did in the barbershop right. in Coming right. to right. America. That's exactly. right. That's who I became. Taste the soup. Taste the soup. <laughs> Uh, how, the, how the Rams uh, looking, though? It is, huh? Guys, how are the Rams looking, though? There's always the eyeball uh, test when you're out there, just in terms they of look the vibe great. and everything. I, they look like Super Bowl champions to me, I'm really? going to be honest. Really? Just my, really? at, at first glance and seeing two days of practice, I would say Lombardi part du. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Have you, have you uh, had a chance to have a catch? Or have a <laughs> – No. You, you, never got to have a catch. Never yeah, got to have a really catch? really didn't. Really didn't come close today. No, didn't come close. Well, here's one of the things. I wanted to have a catch with Matthew Stafford. Now, mm -hmm. I'm not going to be the guy that breaks Matthew Stafford's elbow, so I don't want to play catch with Matthew uh, Stafford. Right. But I would have played catch with the Wolf. Woo! That's our backup. Now, are you guys contractually, contractually obligated to do that every time the name comes up? Because I've heard it quite <laughs> no, a few times no, today. But, but we like it. it makes it's I am laugh. scarred by your dreams oh, are really? the Rams' nightmare. Yeah, that's yeah. that's Kevin Demoff. Okay, sadly. All right. What yeah. did he say, Kevin Demoff? He said, hey, go ahead, oh, play it, play it one more time, Jorge." Let me hear this. I am scarred by your dreams. Oh, are really? the Rams' nightmare? I am scarred. <laughs> I don't understand what that means. Are the Rams' nightmare? Hey, Cap, let me get this in before we get out of here because yeah. I watched. I don't know if you watched any of the Dodger Padre games yeah, over the of weekend. Yeah. Did you watch Saturday night at all? Um, yes, on my phone at a Blues festival. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, Trey Turner hits a ground ball yeah. at Manny Machado. Right. It hits him in the knee, and he literally makes no effort None. to run after Zero. the ball. He walks after the ball into the outfield. In the meantime, Mookie Betts just keeps running, goes from first to third. Trey Turner ends up on second. I mean, it was the most blatant, I don't care about hustling effort I've seen in five years. Do people in San Diego not get sick of this guy? No. no That's it's, a major it's, it's, leaguer. No, it's the weirdest thing. Because when Manny Machado played for the Dodgers, of course, yeah. everybody in the Padres, you know, everybody there hated him. But now that he's your guy, now you love him, so you make excuses for him. 
and I knew this was going to happen. As soon as the Padres got swept, and by the way, once they'd lost the series, I was like, okay, here come the excuses. Mm. The, the number one excuse you're going to hear is, wait till Tatis comes back. Because when Tatis comes back, then we can actually see what the Padres are versus what the Dodgers are. But if you're the Dodgers, you're like, yeah, wait till we start bringing back right. everybody. Because we're wait till we get Walker Bueller back, right? And, and everybody wait else is coming Dustin back. Wait till we get Dustin May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just find it almost offensive as a baseball fan that this guy doesn't care enough to even attempt to hustle. I mean, you, uh, Clinton, yeah. when you see this, you won't believe it. I he saw it. No, I saw after it after the ball, and it was it's one of those things where you know he's on record as saying. I'm not a big hustle guy. Yeah. Like I'm you, not Johnny Hustle. Yeah, you don't, it's not my cup of tea. You don't hear that a lot. And so I think that for I mean, a lot so of... one thing you can control as an athlete, right? Sure, but I think a lot of San Diego fans now just realize that. That's not what you're getting out of Manny. Yeah. Stop asking for it. You know what I'm saying? And the level of hope that is there with Padres fans is probably higher than it's ever been. So sure. Manny Machado not sort of legging out a ball that he boots, I feel like is very low on the priority list, even though personally to me, John, I find it quite odious. I'm not going to lie. I'm with you. Yeah, just couldn't, didn't get it. All right, you guys got a bunch of stuff coming up. Yeah. Both of them in studio. Yeah, Kath both of yes, them. Mace, All I want to hear what we're going to do on Friday, Mace. Come on. Yeah, what are we going to do on Friday? You're, are you, are you going to show me around? Yes, Delmar I'm going to show you a great time. Awesome. I'm just going to take, I'm gonna we'll take the day it. off. I got to take the day off like you have the day off. Yeah, take the day off. All right, I'll do we'll it. We'll go to the track. All right. All right, uh, coming up next for you is the Shadano and Cappy show today. It is Cappy and Clinton Yates. We're back tomorrow at 1. Thanks to everybody from the Rams. Uh, great, great time at training camp, and we'll see you tomorrow, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah! I'm not DeMarco. Yeah. What up, buddy? Clinton Yates in the house. How are you? Not DeMarco. Not DeMarco. It's okay. Handsomer. Just a little smaller. Less rich. <laughs> Much funnier. No, I'm kidding. I love DeMarco. How you doing, Cappy? I am great. It is so good to be with you because... Yeah. Do you guys remember, so today is Monday, Clinton and I, on Tuesday of last week, were here in studio. Sure. Sedano was home because his wife got COVID. Right. Andy Kamenetsky was in studio, right? Dr. Dr. Uh, How are you? How are you? Dr. Was Clapper studio, was here. Right? I mean, like, Morales was here. Everybody was Everybody here was studio. literally here, right. except for Sedano. I need to talk to Dr. Clapper. I'm pretty much convinced my leg is broken. Really? Yeah. Like, since the softball incident, which I know is now like three, four weeks ago, I'm not joking. I believe I have a broken leg. I see. Okay. okay. So that's a lingering. We call that a lingering issue. Correct. As for, from a medical standpoint. Yeah. And by we, I mean guys who don't know anything about medicine. <laughs> just, just to be clear. So it was Tuesday evening. You're here. Dr. Clapper's there. Morales is here. Kamenetsky's over here. And we get done with the show on Tuesday. And we all go to this company dinner yeah. across the street. Right? And- the dinner is going great. It's very nice. Little tequila flowing. That was fun. There were some drinks. There was a um, a catering situation where uh, it was Chipotle catered. Right. You know, and it was really I loved it because for me 
the opportunity to make my own bowl at Chipotle, like I would love to be able to walk in and go, yo, man, you mind if I get this myself? And everybody knows their Chipotle order. That's why it helps because it keeps it moving quickly. Nobody's goofing around. Everybody knows what things they go to. Boom, you get in, you get out, you're eating right quickly. But, but the thing is, they had so much of the proteins that I wanted. I was able to mix proteins. Yeah. I wasn't like, hey, man, put a little extra. For free. A little extra. That's right. what the key yes, here. Yes, yes. So I loved it. All right. But in, at the dinner, when the dinner is over, well, I mean, it was kind of winding down. John Ireland screams to the entire group, hey, hey, everybody, you're not going to believe this. Vin Scully just died. Yeah. And as soon as he said that, like he literally, Ireland looked right over at Travis and he goes, Trav, let's go get on the air. And then you, Clinton Yates, president of the local chapter of the Handsome Man Community, Thank you. jumped right in and said, yeah, come on, let's go. Beto was there too. He popped up and all of a sudden... Our team formed like Voltron and just shifted from where we were, and everybody came back to the studio. Scott, I've done a lot of things in a lot of places, and I've said this a couple times this summer. The teamwork showed on that day in that particular moment was, frankly, something I'm very proud of, just in general, yeah. as, as, a, as a squad, as a station, all of it, because, listen, I've lived here a couple years now. Beto's obviously from here. We don't need to get into the obvious experience of Travis and John. I was just happy to be a part of it and listen because the, the amount of learning about people's different life experiences and stuff. And so I just want to say thank you to everybody for even considering letting your boy say a word or two as a big baseball Well, guy. that's where we were last Tuesday when we were all together. And so everybody, like you said, sprung into action. Greg Bergman, Amanda Brown, uh, Laura jumped in, Jorge. I mean, everybody jumped in to say, let's get on the air. And then everybody hit social media saying, hey, you know, this Vince Scully thing is just breaking now. Yeah. Let's everybody, you know, get onto the radio. So people did. And I know for me, like I got to just say, this it's been kind of a crazy week since that happened, you know, because Vin Scully, when you think about the number of years that he was a broadcaster in that organization and why people think of him as being one of the faces, you know, Clayton Kershaw was like, he's one of the great Dodgers. And so just that whole last couple of days, I, I'll be honest, I was kind of glad I was off the air for a few days for sure. vacation because I felt like this needed to be handled by the people whose lives were impacted. I Honestly, Vin Scully, I appreciate what a great life he had. I appreciate what an incredible broadcaster he was, not just with the Dodgers, but outside of that. But for people whose lives were impacted by Vin Scully, it was their time to jump on the airwaves. It really was. And I heard Travis earlier today talking about how he was at the ballpark on Friday and the tribute that they did for Vin. And, you know, I said this at the time, and, you know, we can get on to the other stuff from the weekend, but I mean, the guy, like, what are we talking about here? The guy was ice skating with Jackie Robinson. Like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? They're, 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 he's a one of one individual on earth, never mind from a skill set standpoint. I mean, rest in peace to the legend, man. It, 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 was, it was weird to be, I don't want to say happy about him passing, but it was good to hear people talk about him. You know what I'm saying? It was not hard to get from, okay. Well, Vin is no longer with us, but reminder, Vin's life was incredible. And so I thought that that was an interesting moment for everybody to sort of come together, um, you know, to, to show love to the legend. Well, that's where we were. So, so that was Tuesday of last week. Today's Monday, obviously. Today's Monday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all of this emotion of the week of Vin Scully, all the tributes, beautiful tributes on television, in the newspaper, whatever, you know, obviously here on the radio. Yeah. But to then have the, the Padres come to town. Thinking, hey, look at us. We just pulled off one of the all-time great coups in terms of trades in baseball history. Forget about all this talk about um, the number of prospects that were given up. It was the little market guy was able to go out and get the most coveted free not free agent, but the most coveted trade asset out sure. there. And by the way, and Juan Soto, and then also do. What the Dodgers did a year ago, because when they got Scherzer, they got Turner. So the Padres didn't just get Soto, they got Bell to go with him. Starting. And, and they had just added, you know, best closer in the National League. And they're expecting their kid Tatis to come back. And what happens, Clinton, on a weekend with all this Vin Scully emotion? The Dodgers are on an unstoppable tear. And the Padres, who think that they've just caught up, because on paper... I mean, this is what the San Diego fans will say. Believe me, I know it well. Mm -hmm. On paper, we can now compete with with the Dodgers, and they got smacked down into reality. Not this close. Not, Not even, even close. close. You know, the Padres are a team that everything you want to say, sure, I'll I'll buy everything you're selling, and I'll almost buy everything 
most teams are selling. But as I said in the Circle of Trust community, the Dodgers are the best team in baseball right now. It's not close. And so all of these sort of matchups where people think, okay, well, we add this piece and then maybe we have a chance to compete kind of theoretically, that's all great until you just actually look at the matchups and I say, well, can you beat the Dodgers? Probably not. Okay, never mind. You don't have a chance. Like that, That's where we are at this point because what they've won, 8-10, they're coming off two straight sweeps. I really think you're at a point now where if you're a Dodger fan, you have to change your expectation on what the season is going to provide at the end because if you don't win when you've seen this high of a level of play, well, then something's gone wrong. Now, don't get it twisted, Scott. Baseball's baseball, luck of the draw, different things happen. But this is the most talented collection of players in Major League Baseball, that is the Dodgers, and what Dave Roberts has going, and they do it every which way. It's fun to watch on top of the winning. Yeah, so now I know what's going to happen here. You know, the Padre fans, and I knew this was coming, now you got to start making excuses. No, seriously, they have to. Yeah. And, and I say they, I, what I mean by that is, look, I've been around the Padres and around that fan base for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and I can remember Clinton being on the radio in San Diego when the Kansas City Royals won the World Series. And I remember saying to the, my then San Diego people, like, gosh, I want that for you guys so badly. You know, like in a town that is so beaten up by the Chargers moving right. and there's no big time sports. Like, I want you to have what little Kansas City has. And the Padre fans celebrated last week the Soto acquisition as if that was a walk-off home run, game seven, bottom of the ninth grand slam, you know? And the reality for me is just this, and it's baseball and there's, there's still plenty to go. The Dodgers are a team. Yeah, They built this team in the offseason. They added pieces to it. They went to spring training, and they've been playing together. They've been going through things together. I think of Freddie Freeman as a new Dodger but Clinton, when they were in Atlanta, he didn't stop bawling about his time in, in Atlanta. And Clinton Kershaw said something about it publicly. My point is that they've already gone through stuff, yeah. these guys. The Padres are trying to add not a piece. They're trying to, like, revamp what they do now, this late in the season. And I just, I don't know if it, if, if it I would rather have the team sure. than, than the organization trying to fit it all together. Here's what I'll say. As much as the acquisition of Soto and Bell has somewhat saved the Padres' season in terms of, you know, whatever hope that you lost when Tatis walked into the season with a major injury, I don't think that they're playing for this year. I think this is a next-season play for who the Padres are going to be. It would be nice this season if you made a run, but just watch the baseball. They're not good enough. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I'm see, I, but I, I think that – but this is where I'll give the Padres some credit because – Let's just say this is a playoff run. Let's say they make the playoffs the next three years. You've got Soto for three of them. You know what I mean? And that's where you give yourself a chance. And so you retool a little bit of one trade deadline. Who knows what happens in the offseason? The pods are moving in the right direction. However, the best team in baseball happens to be the one up the street, and they're not afraid to show it. No, and they, awesome. sm- and they smacked them down. Yeah. And this is what my whole point about starting with where we were last week is. The emotion of Vin Scully yeah. on Tuesday of last week went well into the week. Because remember, the Dodgers were in San Francisco when it happened. They come home against the team that wants to prove to the baseball world, we just made the move that puts us into a competitive stratosphere with the Dodgers. And what the Dodgers did to the Padres were, they sent them home (laughs) saying, you're not ready to play with the big boys yet. They're not. They're not. I mean, it's it's been really – that second half of the lineup, I think, has really shown what – the value is of scouting, to be honest. I mean, it's not like everybody on the Dodgers team is a star. They've got a lot of stars. But some of these guys are just like, man, they, they, they press buttons up and down that organization to get guys in places to succeed, and it works. You know what I mean? And I just – there's times when you think about what happens in a season, and like you said, you go through a lot of stuff. This is a time where I'll say this is why Dave Roberts is worth the money that you pay him. Because a skipper to keep a team – that Freddie Freeman situation could have blown up the season on some level. Lesser teams where guys are kind of infighting about what's going on from a public standpoint, that doesn't always just blow over. That's something that you've got to learn how to handle as a veteran, never mind as a player, as a coach. I think Dave Roberts has done a great job this year. I realize the lineup is stacked, but they've got a lot of moving parts, and they figured it out pretty well. They are an impressive baseball team right now. And when you see Dave Roberts before the game where they unveiled the, the, you know, the VIN yeah. the signage, he's the guy down – on the field with the mic because he is the Dodgers manager. You know, what I, mean? I don't mean like he's wearing the uniform and he's new to the club and oh, he's got to be the guy that says no, leader of men. He is yes. now the he's the guy. Yeah, right. And he's the leader of not just the guys in uniform behind him, but everybody in the stands too. I'm your guy. 
That's why I'm speaking about Vin Scully. Dave Roberts doing a heck of a job this year. I mean, I, I don't know that manager of the year is something that's in his future anymore because the team is so good. But, again, good teams are supposed to beat b- good, bad teams. Good teams don't always beat bad teams. Roberts is doing a heck of a job. All right, so look, Clinton Yates is in. Sedano is out on, like, the longest vacation in the history of vacations. Not named a Mason vacation. Right. No, it's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> it's really impressive. I, I texted Sedano this morning. I'm like, yo, man, um, I'll be in studio. Make sure you come in. Let's, let's meet up today. He's like, bro, I'm in Miami. <laughs> like, d- did you not get the memo? Like, I did. I just didn't read it. Right. You know? Right, right, right. So the big CY, Clinton Yates is in. Um, we're going to have a great day today. Absolutely. Laura's here. Hungarian Heat, Double H is in the house. <laughs> Lindsay is here. And we're just getting rolling. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm DFAR. <laughs> I've got all sorts of rings that I talk about constantly that I won playing football. <laughs> Listen, for what it's worth, I did send a group text this morning that Cap and Laura can verify that said that Clinton was in for JS today. Did you know that I won a national championship in Washington? I have a ring. Did you also know that DeMarco was the vice president of the Dungeons and Dragons Club in high school? I actually did know that. That's amazing. We did not, you know, listen, as the, as the president of the local chapter of the HMC, the Handsome Man community, we don't really interface with them often. That's not really our ministry, but I was familiar with his involvement, which is probably the funniest thing about him. I love DeMarco. One time we were at uh, the Hollywood Park Casino doing a live broadcast, and uh, I said that DeMarco was the president of the Dungeons & Dragons team in high school. And he, like, corrected me. He's like, no, no, vice president. <laughs> Just so you know. Right? Just to be clear on what's going on. So you guys are going out there for – that's not the fantasy football draft. No, so that's on a Wednesday. It's okay. August 24th. Okay. We're going to be in the, in the Union Train Station, right? We're going to be right there in Union Station, and, and we're going to be at this brewery, which is going to be fantastic. But then Friday of that week, the 26th. Two days later. We'll be at Hollywood Park Casino for our fantasy football draft. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. And we'll be giving away tables to our fantasy football draft today. Nice. So stay tuned, because I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to give away a table to our fantasy football draft. I'll tell you how a little bit later on, but so stick with us. Stick with us, everybody. So, uh, Clinton, it's good to see you. We yes. kind of reconnected after last week and everything's been going on, a little vacation time. Laura, Lindsay, it's good to see you guys. How's everybody doing today? All right? Uh, I, Laura, I, I yes. saw that you, was it National Boyfriend Day? It is today, is, yes. Oh, today is Boyfriend mm-hmm. Day. I don't know, whatever. I just saw it on my Instagram and I was like, oh, I'm going to just honor my boo. Oh, so you didn't know it was National Boyfriend Day? No, I did not. <laughs> I just saw it on Instagram. Oh, uh, okay. And then you just accepted that it was National Boyfriend sure, Day? Sure, it's a tap in. I'm like, okay, I'll tap in. Right. Okay. And then Laura put out a, a, a message that even though her boo sometimes upsets her or like annoys, annoys. her, annoys, sure. annoys her. It's like, uh, it's like annoyance adjacent, right? Sure. Did I use that right? No, not really. But no, I'm okay. trying to use the new word. Yeah. And so she says, even though her boo annoys her some of the times, right. that's still her man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hungarian Heat, how are you? You're fervorously texting on your phone. She does, so just, just by the way, let's pull back the curtain here a little you, bit. You're going to do it. Lindsay does this thing <laughs> where she'll ask you about something that's really about her to try to gauge what's going on. And so I'm looking at the rundown earlier today, 10 minutes ago, and it says Clinton's dating app situation. And I'm like. Well, Cap said when we were going through stuff today, he's I, like, I, we need to check in on that because I, I don't yeah, know what do. the status is. But that's what Cap said. What you said was, well, would you do this activity for a date? Do you think that's weird? What was the activity? Would you like to explain the activity, Lindsay? No, I'm, I'm not. I would not like to at this time. <laughs> I would like to refrain. I, I do think it's cute because I approved it. 
Wait, wait, come on, Linz. I don't know what's going on. I don't know I what we're just, doing if okay, we're not listen, talking about our lives. I was just saying, is it like if you're going to go hang out with, with someone that is of the opposite sex, is it weird to be like, okay, if it's kind of late, I get to work kind of late, you know, it's like seven o'clock, right? I'm going to have to like get ready, put some clothes on, you know? Is it weird to be like, hey, like, let's go walk our dogs together? Is that weird? No, I don't think that's weird okay. at all. Okay. I don't no. think it's that weird either, but it's your not. lack of confidence in the I'm very not, situation doesn't, I don't you understand know, that. You know, because I'm not going to lie, I have not been on like a real date literally ever. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Never, huh? I had the same boyfriend for like 15 years, and right. aside from dating that one person, I don't really, like I haven't really been on dates. I haven't been on a single date since I've lived now, here. Now, dog walking is a difficult thing because you obviously have two other heartbeats involved, and if those two don't like each other, mm. well, then the date doesn't go well. But my yeah. dog loves everyone. Well, until you don't know that. That's, that is that is the actual risk here. Sure, but the... you know what? That's something I would like to know now better than later, right? Very because well, if I'm, the dogs I'm, don't get along, it's probably not going to work it's out. It's not you know? going anywhere. Yeah. Right? Sure, and yeah. that's a good reason to just be like, all right, we're out of here. But I don't think dog walking, I mean, what would you be concerned about that's weird about it? If he doesn't have a dog, he does. and you ask him to go walk your dog with him, and you've never met him, that's weird. Okay, If no, you're he both dog, walking dogs, and they're like, of similar ilks. Now, if he's got a, you know, what's he got? You if he's got Scooby Doo over here, no, it's like yeah. a little, like it's a mixed dog. What kind of dog? I don't know. It's mixed with a bunch of different things. Because it's like I, a mutt. Because I think the other part of it is too is like if you're in Lindsay's position mm-hmm. and you meet up with this guy and you see his dog and you go, wow, that's that's I like that dog. Right. Or you're like, that's his dog. Really? I've seen his dog. He sent me a picture of his dog. Uh huh. So I know what it looks like. It's okay. a cute dog. Okay. So you would you would accept his dog for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's an acceptable dog. Yeah. Got it. He looks <laughs> cute. He's yeah. cute. I told her, grab a coffee. Yeah, grab this a is not a bad idea. Walk. It's not you a bad know? idea because at the very least you can talk about the dogs if you guys don't mm-hmm. find each that's other. That's what I was thinking. Like. And worst case scenario, you could be like, well, my dog's really tired. I got to go. I'm sure you've never spent a date talking about your dogs. No, never. Never once. I'm so (laughs) glad that you're doing this, though, via the apps, because I had a friend of mine who sent me a message today, and she said, "Um, hey, do you know this guy? And I don't remember what his name was. And I was like, "Um, maybe like a little tiny bit I know him. And she said, well, it says here that you're connected to him on Facebook. I'm like, yeah, but I mean, I I I don't. What does that even mean? Yeah. I don't have. I don't know everybody that, that I'm connected to on Facebook. So she said, well. You know, he said that he knows you, like, really well. And I'm like, well, he doesn't. I mean, I, <laughs> I know him, like, this much. Right. And he's like, well, he wants to take me out. Should I let him take me out? I'm like, do whatever you want to do. What do I care if he takes you out? I don't know these people. Right. Right. I'm like, I know you, and I like you. I barely know him. I don't really know him. So, I don't know. If you want to go out with him, go out with him. Leave me out of it. Yeah, but the apps are a, a hellhole beyond belief that you will never understand. You can't even, you can barely set your own alarms, Cap. You know what I'm saying? Like, the apps are on a level. Right, well, what's going on with your whole situation? The situation is fine. You know, talk to a couple people. But, like, the problem with the apps is whatever form of, like, dignity <laughs> one thinks one has online, that just goes away with the apps. Because, like, there's no real way to gauge who likes what or why anybody's replying. People will send you messages and just fall off the face of the earth or God knows what. So you're just kind of dangling out there. You didn't mean sure you've got a safety net in the context of you don't have to be there. But at the same time, it's like, well, if I've invested time, never mind potentially money, I'd like to get some engagement. You know what I'm saying? If nothing else. But there's a weird in between where it's like, hey, hey, how you doing? How you doing? What you got going on? Blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, all right, well, are we going to text or are we going to stay here? Like what goes on? You know, it's. Oh. Have you met any female face to face? Yes. Since what was it, guys, about three weeks ago? Yes. That Clinton decided to jump two, in. Actually. Two weeks ago. Yeah. And you have met one or multiple. Two. Two different ladies. Yes. Face to face. Face to face. In the flesh. Like either of these girls? Yeah. I like one. I like I, the first one was cool. You know what I'm saying? So like, she would get a rose. She she would get. That's a great way to put this. I like I like where you're going with it. Both would have gotten roses. Oh yes. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm trying to think. Perhaps just one, but you know, yeah. I mean, it, it's fine. That's the thing. Like, it's really just a way to meet somebody. But the rest you have to do on your own. Not easy, bro. The dignity element is very low. Really? Very low. Yes, because you're just like, you know, you got to share info about yourself. People ask you goofy questions about one random thing you had on your profile. And it's like, oh, right, that's there. You know what I mean? And like, there's nothing natural about it. Do you have something random on your profile that people ask about? Like uh, a, a shirtless photo? No. Okay. Just curious. Okay. Did you go with a shirtless walker. photo? Right. I don't think that's a bad thing. All right. Listen, all right, wait, let me just Dog interject walker. really quick here, <laughs> here and just say that I belong to some really funny Facebook groups, and one of them 
I think I was telling you about it, Clinton. Yes. It's like, it's like, are we dating the same guy, Los Angeles? Yes. And it's hilarious, but it's also very discouraging as a woman. But anyway, there's so many threads about girls like being like, red flags, red flags, whenever they post a picture of a guy without a shirt. That's all I'm saying. Not buying that whatsoever. Same, I'm with I'll you start then. screenshotting them. What are you saying? Say, there was one of the. I just feel like, look, there's red flags for a lot of things. A shirtless picture of a dude at a beach or like somewhere like that, it's not it. Yeah, we're not getting bogged down you in this again. Saying, what like, I do have that's anyway. weird <laughs> what I do have that's weird is I have a black thighs matter tank oh. top that I wear <laughs> that gets a lot of laughs in a lot of comments. So that's it's been interesting. But let's just say, yeah, the shirtless photo issue is not a problem. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. Dog walking, Lindsay, I think this is a fine activity for a date. I really mm-hmm. do. I don't know if it's like a date or if she's just like, we're just going to hang out, you know? It's a date. It's a date. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, girls don't like, go you're not, you're not otherwise going to be hanging out with a person and their dog and your dog yeah. if it's not a date. Yep. If Lindsay and I got together on a dog walking date and we didn't know each other, and then we would have this conversation. Like, my dog, you know, decides to go number two, but in a place where no one's going to step on it, and I don't. Have and to, you have didn't to, pick it up, I up. would. That's a red flag. That's, well, no, I, flag. I, I, I would, that's a red flag. Yeah. Yes. That, yes. That rises to the level of red. If you're a dog owner flag. and you don't pick up your dog's poop, then you're a jerk. Well, yeah. I just was saying that, like, if we had, didn't know her. each other and we went on a dog walking date and I looked at you and I was like, do I have to clean that up? That's a Seinfeld episode right there. Then you, <laughs> yeah. Like, do I have to? Like, just based on where like, it is, do I have to? He didn't pick up the poop. I did go on one date unrelated to the apps, though. I didn't tell you about this. Mm-mm. So after the uh, soccer game, ended up in downtown Pasadena. I heard a little about yeah. this. She and, showed uh, up really late to the yeah, game. Yeah, it was a whole thing. But some guys pulled up and were like, yo, Big CY, what's going on? Get to see you in the Dina, yada, yada. And like we were kind of in the corner of this bar. And she was like, well, I want to step outside for a second. She was like, but I don't want to leave my stuff. I was like, it'll be fine. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, those dudes are going to guard our stuff. She's like, oh, is that how this works? I was like, yeah, it's in fact exactly how it works. That's why we show love at 710. It was great. So they we, were definitely listeners. They definitely recognized me. They got in, got out, said what's up, said they loved the show, said they loved everybody, and got out of the way. Helped me out when I needed it. It was fantastic. What did she Shouts want to step to the out? Handsome Man community. Why did she want to step outside, though? Uh, let's just say there were some things that were going to be consumed out of the, out of oh, the doors. Okay, You got know what it. I mean? Yes, so, got you know, it. Take got a little break. I didn't know if she was going to go smoke a cigarette or something. Well, you know. Things, Is that a red flag? Not, not for me. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm, I'm not, it's not that big of a deal for me, but. Captain, or rather, the red flag queen over here, she can probably tell you better than us. What do you think, RFQ? Red red flag queen? <laughs> Damn. The RFQ. No, that's fine. Are the dates, has, have, so so the date's been set? Are we, are we doing this? No, yeah. I don't know yet. We're, I'm, still, I'm still trying to figure out, you okay. know. Still that's, one thing, that's one thing that I don't like about 2022 is like, that's why, you know, on these dating apps, how long do you wait before you, like, exchange phone numbers? And then once you exchange phone numbers, how long do you wait before you hang out? Because I'm someone who's like, let's just get to the point and meet. Because I don't need to sit here and, like, text and stuff for, like, two weeks before I decide whether or not we're going to hang out. to air you out on the radio right. for a month before we actually <laughs> right. meet up. Yeah. Right. That's weird, right? Am I, am I weird? But I'd then be on I the also... other end of that going, boy, you sound You're pleasant. Like, no, let's, let's but I do, think, I do think the reasons why people don't want to meet are because of what you talk about all the time. All these red flags. You never know. No, I you never really know. It depends. Like, because, you know, we we're talking behind the scenes and I was like, I've done the the dating apps and I've, you know, talked mm-hmm. about it, whatever, pre. And I was the same way. I was like, look, like I would get on them because I was bored. I'm like, whatever, you know. But when there was someone that was like, "Ooh, what's up? Like you legitimately, I'm interested in seeing what's up. It was like, let's just get that over with because yeah. the difference in meeting in person and just like texting is there's such a difference. Well, and there. the difference in communicating just within the app yeah. and within texting alone. Also I, I I am a full advocate of if there's any remote connection, go straight to the text. Yes. I can block and you on the on the apps, if, or rather on the text if I have a problem. You know what I'm saying? So like, how long do you wait to go from text to meet in person? Because to me, again, I feel like texting can be very disingenuous for this exact reason. Being like, oh, I mean, is this okay hurdles. to ask you know, right. this? It is the amount of I know, hurdles. Seriously. But like, I'm <laughs> Double super, H present. You've got to, listen, you've got to go on this, this dog walking date mm-hmm. with yeah. this guy. Because you there's going to be so many things you'll learn about this guy in, in the first few seconds. Like, how long is his leash? You know, like some guys like a really long leash. Other guys have really short leashes. You know what I'm saying? Where's Morales when you need him? And, and, and so it'll tell you a lot about a person. You know, how much do they trust their dog based on the length of their leash? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, I understand very much crazy. so. It's a good bit. All right. Well, it's a quality bit. Thank you. On the right, beach, too. Stick know? around. Hey, listen. Um, so a bunch of stuff we want to get to. Yeah, I was in Vegas this weekend. Yes, I want to hear about this Vegas trip. And I drove today from Mammoth to downtown L.A., Without stopping. And I'm going to explain to you how I did that. I think you're going to be impressed. 
Stick around. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Nice little ditty. You like this, CY? It's a good one. I see the community. They're saying, hey, look, put some respect on Clinton Yates' name. <laughs> the big CY is in the house. Television's Clinton Yates. The president of the local chapter of the Handsome Man community is in the studio today. In Doing for my Sedano. best. Right. Doing my best. You know, I was... Uh... I was in Vegas this weekend. Speaking of pressing the flesh, yeah, tell me. as Morales mentioned, that's why we're playing Bruno Mars. So for those of you who don't know, my cousin is in Bruno Mars' band. Say, I didn't know He plays this. sax, plays keys in Bruno Mars' band. So he's often in Las Vegas doing his job. This weekend, I was also in Las Vegas because the National Association of Black Journalists and the National Association of Hispanic Journalists, NABJ and NAHJ, were oh, wait, together. Wait, the HJ was Hispanic journalist? Yes. Mm-hmm. My bad. I almost went. My bad. Everybody was there. I thought it was Hebrew journalist. <laughs> I thought I missed something big I was like, this weekend. Where are we going here? Yeah. Okay. I was in Vegas. And so a couple things happened. Number one, I'm about as conferenced out as anybody because people don't realize this. Dude, Vegas things are spread out. It is not exactly great for conferences depending on what um, hotel you're in. And if you're in a hotel with a casino, Forget it. There's a million people there doing a million things. You know, the vibe is very difficult to get. If you're in a hotel in Vegas that doesn't have a casino, some are like that. You know, not every casino is, excuse me, not every hotel is a casino. So I did a lot of walking. But I got to do one thing in particular that I think you'll find really fun, which is I texted my man, Woodrow Wilson Page. Woody Page from Around the Horn, as many of you all know him, he lives in Denver. Woody's been gambling for a long time, and Woody knows a lot of guys. I said, Woodrow. Tell me where to go so I can meet one of your guys. He goes, head down to Westgate. Ask for this guy. What do you want to meet this guy for? I didn't really know. I just know that I'm the kind of person that kind of goes on random adventures that I know friends of friends are in places to do things with. There was another one of these that happened the course of this weekend that I'll tell you about in a second, too. So the guy's like, Mr. Yates, how you doing? And I'm like, good. And everybody, and everybody, all the tellers on the betting thing are looking at me because I'm wearing – I'm wearing a tank top. I got a hat on backwards. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking like. Like, so Woody Page called ahead and said, hey, a big TV star I, I look like, from yes. ESPN, from around the horn, Clinton Yates is coming in. You guys need to take really good care of him. And you show up. I show up. And all the other people who didn't know who I was, rather, did not immediately recognize me. They were like, what is this guy doing here asking to come in the back? And sure enough, the guy was like. Come on back. So I met everybody who worked behind the counter at the casino, and then I got to go into the war room. Dude, there were eight guys in there, and their setup, you know, look, here at the radio station, we've got screens everywhere. You're reading things and all this. Bro, their level of intensity and lock-in with the games, with the lines, with the info. But who are these eight guys? Who are these guys? They're the guys who run the book at Westgate. That's just what their job is. So they're, what are they, sitting at computer terminals? They're sitting at computers, setting lines, changing things up for prop bets. They got all sorts of stuff going on. They're communicating this. Is it loud? Are they yelling? No, is they're it- not yelling, but it's a, I mean, it's a work environment with about, I mean, there were probably 150 things on in that room at any given time. So they're running the TV setup. They're also clocking the different games for the different stuff. It was just information overload and the guys were showing me their different setups as to how some guys do some things some guys do out of state some guys do in state other guys are certain like sports uh rather they're experts on certain particular sports and all this kind of stuff they got a whole team average age of the guys in there was about about 40 it wasn't like these were fogies and it wasn't like they were a bunch of kids that didn't know what they were doing it was a pretty cool setup cigarette smoke in the air Little bit, because I'm like I'm picturing this. Little in my bit, mind, you it know? was it, it, in the back, no, but out on the front, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So I end up, they end up. The guy was like, "Where do you want to eat tonight?" I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "What is there?" He goes, "There's a Benihana. It's the biggest one in America." I was like, "I'll go there." The guy pulls out something, gives me 150 bucks as a voucher to go to Benihana. Gave me a stack of drink tickets this big, so I got wasted and watched a bunch of sports <laughs> and had a great time because of Woody. But I learned a lot about what these guys do. Not easy. Not that it looks like it, but. You know, casinos are always considered kind of sketchy and so on and so forth. These guys were working hard, and they were all really smart. I was glad to be able to meet them. Wow, that's cool, man. It was very cool. So so you, you call Woody Page. He yes. says, go see this guy. This guy then, A, shows you behind the scenes. Correct. B, gives you a $150 voucher to Benihana. Correct. C, gives, gives you a bunch of drink tickets. 30 drink tickets. And are you solo? I was solo. See, the thing is, with missions like this, 
oftentimes, I mean, if the, the consigliere is not with me, I'm going solo. You know what I'm saying? Because I, you never really know what people know or what people are going to do. And if I'm going behind the scenes where there's sensitive information, I don't want some friend of mine who I barely know, like you said, your boy from Facebook or whatever, right. pulling out his phone and doing something crazy that's going to get everybody embarrassed. That's why I typically do those missions solo. So that was a lot of fun. I don't gamble, so that's the other reason why it was pretty cool to see because I don't really – listen, gambling has taken over the sports world. It's taken over the sports journalism world for that matter too. It was cool to see the guys actually on the ground and what they really do. Dope. Wow. Very dope, yeah. And at no point you were thinking to yourself, you know, the tank top and the backward hat, like maybe I just ought to like, you know, maybe <laughs> I don't know. It was great. I think these guys were actually happy to meet somebody who liked them and was like ready to learn. You know what I'm saying? An, an actual normal person as opposed to some degenerate with a cigar in his mouth who's wearing a fedora and asking about some horse that nobody cares about or whatever. No knock no, on that your hurt, that hurt. I mean, every step along the way, you hurt somebody. The, the, the degenerate with the cigar hurt Morales. The guy with the fedora who's rocking it right now is going, he's upset. Then you talked about the horse. Now I'm upset. I mean, you just took shots at us a lot. My bad. Way. But they, they were happy to see me is what I'm saying. So that was, that was really cool. Shouts to Westgate. It's a little off the strip. It's one of, I think what he told me, it's something like the last place Elvis ever gambled in Vegas or really? something like that. And it kind of feels like that, yeah. if we're being honest. But. Pretty cool setup. I was glad to be able to do it. And then I went to a show. Saw Silk Sonic. Saw my cousin. Yeah, wait, great. wait. So wait, just finish this part of it. Because you started with this, and now I well, have a lot of the questions. the next part, yeah. yes. I want to hear about your cousin yes. who plays in the band for Bruno Mars, right? This was a phones-free event. Had to stick them in one of those pouches, Laura. It was one of those deals when we walked in. Wow. It's fantastic. Phone-free events. Yeah. Those are weird, but... Dope. It's, it's, it's a different experience. I know. I don't know if I can part ways with my best friend. I didn't have to part with it. Oh. You just put it in a pouch and put it in your pocket, and they oh. open it when you leave, which is a better system than storing it in some locker, if okay. I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah. Because my daughters recently saw um, at Barclay Center in Brooklyn, they saw uh, Chris Rock and Kevin Hart. And I said, well, did you get some video? And they're like, no, they wouldn't allow phones in because yeah. they were shooting like a Netflix special or something. That's a real part of things. And when you have in Vegas, because a lot of that stuff is considered proprietary, yeah, no phones, bro. You just got to soak it in, drink it in. Wow. I don't, great. If, I don't know if I can part with my phone for that long. Anyway, we went backstage after, and I'll tell you about that. All right, part. I can't wait to hear about this. I had no idea that your cousin <laughs> plays for Bruno Mars and yeah. plays saxophone. He's a rock star. Bro. Oh, dude, I got to see this guy. <laughs> yeah. I love the sax player. I do. I do. I, lo- I love the sax player, and I no surprise, I love the bass player. I'm always focused yeah, in on the exactly. bass player also. All right, we got a lot to get to today that we have barely I mean, scratched the surface. We talked a little Padres versus Dodgers. Dodgers sweep, sending the Padres home going, yo, come back when you guys are ready to play big-time ball. Um, also, this whole Kevin Durant story today. Now it's, if you want me, you got to get rid of these guys. We'll get to all of this still to come. CY is in. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. What you need to know being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Clinton Yates is in the house. What up? How are we doing? We're doing great. He's in for Shidano. Shidano. And it is time right now for Double H herself, Lindsay Baseball, and what we need to know. I'm out of breath. Sorry. Yeah, she was just sprinting down the you. hall. Yeah. What happened? Man? I ran to get a sweatshirt. Oh. And there they had a bunch of them back there, and I couldn't figure out which drawer they're in. So canceled the dog date. Yep. Wait, you you took Freezing. a sweatshirt from the promotions department? I was told I could. Oh, is there like a plentiful amount of like? ESPN You'll have to talk to them gear? about that, Cappy. I mean, it looks pretty good. I want to get one of them. You those. know, you can have this one after uh, I warm up a little. Okay. It's all you yours. want me to? Hold, you want to? filibuster while you catch your breath <laughs> no i'm good i'm good filibuster. okay so what you need to know is that the average price of a gallon of self-serve regular gas in la has decreased for the 54th consecutive day since rising to a record back in uh, march 7th so okay. it's dropped 1.4 cents down to 5.49 that's the average price for a gallon of gasoline right now in la Five dollars and forty nine cents. This doesn't impact you, does it, Clint? Not Yates? bigly. No, no, not really. No, well, because you don't have a no, car. No, not really. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't. No. Well, well, I mean, lo- it, that sounds good. It was down from whatever eight bucks or whatever yeah. it was two months ago. It was so. crazy. And and I saw somebody the other day posted like, 